0: Good afternoon, y'all. This is Dana from DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services and Financial Aid Compliance Solutions. And I'd like to welcome you into today's Let's Talk Financial Aid for College show. Uh, Today I wanted to go over uh, what financial aid advisors should share with students who are transferring from one college to another and how it could potentially affect the student's financial aid eligibility. Uh, This week, actually, I had a IGTV Live Wednesday night with uh, Teresa Harris of Scholarship Mama, and uh, we went over this a little bit, and it can be a little complex. So the tips um, that we had uh, during the show were with regards to when you're college shopping, um, just make sure that the college is the right fit for you. Um, In other other words, make sure that uh, you are comfortable with the the surroundings. Because a lot of times, this is the first time that students are going to be away from home. And uh, it is quite a shock to the system for some. It is uh, something where you're going to go through um, a process of, you know, missing the comforts of home. Um, but you also want to make sure that, um, again, this is a right fit for you and also that the uh, program that you're enrolled in is, is something that you expected it to be. And if it's not, then um, this obviously will lead to thoughts of transferring. Um, to another institution. Um, One of the other tips that um, Teresa shared, which I found um, very helpful, is is also part of your college shopping. Um, You can do the virtual tours now. Um, I know that some institutions are um, opening up their campuses for the tours, um, but make sure that you do attend the virtual tours. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please direct them to the appropriate admission advisors um, so that you can get those questions answered and also I would highly recommend if um, you can make sure that you also research your financial aid eligibility now if you're a new student um, financial aid uh, you're gonna want to make sure you fill out the FAFSA's Um, make sure that if you're starting prior to July 1st of 2021 that you fill out the 2020, 2021 FAFSA, as well as the 2021 and 2022 FAFSA. The reason for this is, is you wanna maximize um, all of your aid eligibility. And if you are starting prior to July 1st and crossing over July fir- the July 1st date, those are the dates that the award years actually start. And uh, this all has to do with your financial aid, but um, again, this is when the award years start. So they run from July 1st to June 30th of the following year. So that's why when we're talking award years, we're referencing the 2020, 2021 or 21, 2022. Um, your loans are not technically affected by the award year only it determines when the start date is. So if you're again your start date is prior to July 1st your loans are going to be awarded out of the 2020-2021 award year and then um, if you start after July 1st the um, loans and the Pell Grant will be awarded out of the 2021-2022. Also you're going to want to make sure that uh, you test out the food in the cafeteria and I know that this is an option if you're on tour um, you're able to go onto the campus and and be on on the full tour if you will Um, test out the food in the cafeteria make sure that that's uh, something that is gonna work for you um, because uh, nowadays there's a lot of diet restrictions and you know some people that's part of the charges uh, and when you're going to school um, on their campus and uh, if you don't like their food you're going to be racking up a pretty expensive bill um, when it comes to uh, ordering out or uh, also having to go to the grocery store um, on a regular basis. So just those are some uh, items that you need to think of when you're searching for a college. Um, Also uh, with regards to the financial aid end of it, I'm gonna just give a quick example of how your aid could be potentially affected if you were going to um, an institution and ended up transferring to another institution. Um, So let's say that you start um, at a semester-based school, which is a traditional four-year college. And uh, again, it's not your cup of tea. You've already used the uh, first disbursements for the first payment period. Which would be half if you were eligible for the Pell Grant. Um, I'm just going to throw it out there that you know the Pell Grant for the 2021 award year is 64.95, so half of that would be the 32.47 for the first disbursement. Uh, your loans, if you um, wish to take out loans, and more times than not, you are taking out loans. Your first disbursement will be 1,750 dollars of your sub loan and it will be um, $990 uh, for the second disbursement for the um, unsub loan which is normally $2,000 but there are origination fees played into that so you're going to want to make sure that you are um, understanding how that works the loans are not free um, to be received so there is an origination fee that gets charged when the loans are processed and that is why that's reflected in those disbursements. Um, and also, if your parent took out a Parent Plus loan and they took out half of that money um, from the, the portion of the loan that was disbursed, that um, also will automatically go into repayment um, status uh, at the time. It Usually, it's uh, you're still in, the student is still enrolled and actively enrolled um, when the payment. Uh, parent pluses go into repayment status. So if you decide that you're going to transfer to another institution and I'm just going to say if that institution happened to be a clock hour institution and what that means is is let's say the you were going to a traditional four-year liberal arts college again it wasn't your cup of tea you decided to go to a certificate program and that certificate program that is offered is in clock hour and uh, let's just say it's cosmetology. You decided you wanted to be a cosmetologist. That typically is a 1500 hour program and uh, so if you were to start and the loan period and and this all affects loan period um, loans. It does not affect your Pell Grant. It just affects your loans. If your loan period start date at the new institution that you're transferring into the clock hour cosmetology institution it's crossing over or intersecting with the current academic year that's active at the four-year institution the liberal arts institution so what will happen is is that your loans will be prorated based on the budget that can be created for the scheduled hours for the cosmetology program that you're entering. And uh, then what'll happen is is that once the academic year, the current active academic year ends, that's from the four-year institution, the liberal arts institution, then you'll be eligible to receive aid for the new academic year that begins the day after the academic year ends at the liberal arts institution. So it's a little complicated as far as awarding goes but it also um, affects your eligibility and uh, so you want to make sure before you enroll at the new institution that you understand what your eligibility is and you also need to contact your current institution that you're at to let them know that you're in the process of leaving that institution and transferring to another so they can update your internal record with the department uh, so that everything is all set when you go to the new institution. If anybody has any questions regarding this, uh, just feel free to reach out and email me. Uh, My email is danderson at com. Or you can also look me up on social media. Um, I have a Facebook page. My personal page is under Dana, D-A-I-N-A, Anderson Sharples, S-H-A-R-P-L-E-S. Or you can also um, look for DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services, LLC. There is a business page there where you're welcome to um, put your questions out there. And then there's also a group. And uh, I just want to put it out there that I've had quite a few uh, folks requesting to be members of the group, um, but they're not answering the questions or providing a valid email. And uh, if you don't answer the questions, even if you aren't going, you know, part of a financial aid institution, if you don't answer the questions and provide a valid email, you're not going to be accepted um, into the group. So I'm just going to put that out there because uh, again, there's been quite a few people that have been requesting to become part of the group, but uh, not following the um, instructions. And also, um, if you happen to be on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn as well under uh, my name, Dana Anderson. And uh, you can instant message me or you know, and uh, direct message me and I'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have. And going forward, I'll also be um, hosting some more um, IGTV lives um, on insta with uh, Teresa Harris um, we're trying to do every Wednesday evening which is 6:30 central 7:30 uh, Eastern time and uh, her uh, handle is at I am scholarship mama and my handle is at das dasFA1215 and uh, we'll be hosting those um, on our channels there. So if anybody's interested um, in participating as well in a podcast, feel free um, to, you know, um, go ahead and call into the show. And I'd love to have you as a guest or take your questions or you're welcome to um, input a message and um, we can go from there. But for today, that's what I wanted to go over. I hope everybody's having a good week. Um, I uh, also wanted to, just let you know that I've got some updates for next week's show um, with regards to the um, education department actually um, just released an announcement yesterday that um, there's a first move on borrower defense and uh, so I'm going to be researching that and providing um, the links to that on all the social media and also we'll be going over that in the podcast for next week Uh, and Today actually is kind of exciting. We start March Madness, which uh, as soon as I uh, end here, I have to say I'm going to go watch some basketball because I got a pool this year, um, which is kind of exciting. So uh, everybody have a great rest of your week, um, great weekend, and uh, talk to you soon. Take care.